0: What up? What up, world? This is Joker Be Hard, Third,
1: and Doreen Heek. Woo!
0: And this is episode thirty-two or 30? 33. <laughs> 33 of the New Cool Podcast. Getting old, man. Actually, actually 34. Yeah, see, look, I'm getting old, guys. Y'all, y'all, y'all understand? I'm an old man now. Uh, so I have Doreen here with me, and before we get into this crazy hectic week, which I've personally enjoyed, um, we're gonna ask Doreen some judgment question so we get a good idea let's do it all right the one I ask everybody is because I personally need to know this what's your favorite cereal
1: I actually don't like cereal what yep I don't like cereal I don't like breakfast food and I rarely eat breakfast food growing up I actually would have things like sandwiches or chicken strips chicken nuggets for breakfast because my parents used to force me to eat something rather than get nothing in the mornings
0: I don't know who you are.
1: Yep, don't like yogurt, don't like pancakes, waffles, cereal. So I could just stretch the next, next question
0: of waffles or pancakes, so like you're like even, you're a star. That's I would, answer.
1: honestly, I would say pancakes just because every now and then I'll have pancakes for dinner.
0: Oh. No, not, oh, that's why you don't like breakfast food, because you're doing it all wrong. Absolutely waffles not. Waffle is better than a <laughs> pancake. That's number one. So you probably had a bad experience. I need to, I don't know, I've spent my life, I guess, working at Starbucks in college, and I worked at Waffle House in high school. For like That's two. right. Yeah, so like, I'm all out for breakfast. Too.
1: See, I'm. Just, there's something about a waffle. You can't really spread the butter on it. Nothing. It just kind of yeah, gets you stuck. The and no. But who wants pocket syrup when you can just evenly disperse it on a pancake? You know? I don't think
0: it's evenly dispersed because once it goes on the pancake, it's hard to keep up or how much. But a pancake
1: is, is like a sponge, so it'll like absorb as it goes, rather than a waffle just like
0: it's ah, just like soups of I syrup i don't know who you are um, <laughs> all right um curly hair or straight hair
1: oh i feel like this is a cultural question mm-hmm. mm.
0: you
2: like mm. that right
1: it i say it depends it depends on what i'm trying to accomplish okay. now if i'm going to a pool i'm going to go ahead and do curly so that way i don't have to worry about you know what's the point but um Definitely for corporate America for multiple reasons. I would Great say straight there all, all the way.
0: You better get that hot cone girl. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. So you've lived in Dallas your whole life, correct? Yes. And you're a Texan, Texan through and through?
1: Born and raised.
0: And just to kind of give my audience a good idea of how I know Doreen, me and Doreen, we went to the same high school together. Um, the only class I think we've ever had together was drama. Which, Which was, was drama. drama. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that class. So good. Oh man, I like, sometimes I randomly think about like, remember we had the gay Asian kid in that class? We
1: did, we did. Oh man, that class
0: was like, that class should have been a reality show. It, it like, really it had have. Like every aspect of life in that class. Every like aspect
1: of life, high school, <laughs> high school any like culture, always. like, ugh. Yeah. Uh,
0: it was, it was so good. Yeah, it was a funny class. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, the reason why i bring that up is, what's your favorite movie?
1: Again, so hard to answer. I feel like it depends on the genre. I would say... This year, the greatest movie that I feel that has come out is Black Panther.
0: Okay, I, I And just I from a...
1: I mean, from a family aspect, it was a movie you could take your kids to. There was mm-hmm. no cursing. Action was still It was good. the middle finger, though. Just one time. Just one, just time. one time. We'll let it go. I <laughs> guess it's boy, PG-13 bad. now, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was an overall really good movie. That was probably one of the best that I've seen in a
0: while. Uh, no, I'll agree as well. Um, this year, what if, me and Lauren, we don't see many movies, but the movies we do see are always, like, somehow Marvel movies. So we've definitely, like, out of that billions of dollars that Marvel is making... We've definitely contributed to Well,
1: that. it's crazy, because I say Marvel brings couples together, because the exact same with my husband and I, we watch no movies together, unless it's Marvel. it's a Marvel movie. It's like, just all right, the way it works. Let's
0: get it going. So, if you had a time machine, and you can go to the future, or go to the past, which would you do? Well,
1: it's funny because every time somebody asks me this question, I always say I'm African American, so it's not like <laughs> I can travel that far back in the past and enjoy people. it. We're going to
0: like 83. <laughs> and even then,
1: yeah, even then, right. depending on where you were, if you were in Harlem, probably <laughs> we not. Harlem.
0: If you were in Harlem, you could go to like 1950 something. Like. Meh,
1: meh. Depending, depending on the day. So,
0: like, this is my uh, thing of like uh, what my grandparents had told me about Harlem in like the 50s and 60s. It was like, it was like, my grandfather called it the Black Man Oasis. Okay, okay. So he was like, it was the point where you forgot you were black in Harlem. So, I know man, that's dope. So I was like, oh. That sounds like a dream. I was like, really? He was like, yeah, there's just so many of you there. And like, everybody has businesses, jobs, you know, like everything's black owned in Harlem. So like, he was just like, yeah, man, this is, it was like, all right. And then every once in a while, you know, a guy will get into it with the white guy on the outskirts and then they will come in. So like policemen even my my grandfather told me even some policemen in Harlem were black at the time. Oh, wow. So like it wasn't even like a bunch of you know white policemen coming out of the neighborhood. It was like sometimes you knew the black policeman, let it go and you keep on gambling and prohibition, I mean drinking illegally and all that stuff.
1: I'm crazy. But once but you get outside of Harlem It was done.
0: It was <laughs> I'll Shut it, down. it old <laughs> okay. Back to the real world.
1: Back to life. <laughs> uh, so true. Uh, <laughs> I would I honestly, if I could go to the future, I would probably just go fifty years from now to see what type of impact our PC nature mm-hmm. and even this election, the way Americans have become with each other, what type of impact that has on future generations to come. Because I think that would be extremely interesting to think. Would it be disappointing
0: to find out that not much has changed?
1: But it's funny to say that because I think if you look at the last 50 years, so much has changed, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, not that much has changed. We still have the same basic principles, same basic concepts, but 50 With years ago, little Johnny wasn't yelling at his mom in the middle of the grocery store. No. That the whole grocery store would have shut down. Yeah. Now you can,
0: you can like some call a cop and be like, yo, yeah, my dad in here hitting me.
1: And the cop will actually
0: That's t- crazy. save
1: you. That didn't happen when we were growing up.
0: See, do you know, I mean, especially in black household, because. Like, at all. The cops, man, I don't want the cops to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, like, what's worse? you know? What I, mean? <laughs> I think I should just take this ass off. <laughs> exactly, here I'm at
1: least fed and clothed, yeah, I'm fed you in know? fed and clothed
0: in this place, and they don't call me by a number.
1: Right, like, <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take <laughs> it for what it's worth.
0: Exactly. Um, so, you've been here in Dallas um, on oh, another thing. How does it feel to be a sister of someone who, like, went to Harvard and, like, has looked at as, like, black excellence
1: (laughs) it's so funny because of course growing up African American you hear you have to do everything
0: hard yeah twice Twice as
1: good Mm -hmm. twice as better twice as everything so it's just just like right Mm -hmm. um and we definitely saw aspects of that growing up but one thing that I love about my sister is she never made me feel less than because of her accomplishments it was more I would say um, outside influences looking in on the situation
0: and that's how it always is
1: it's so frustrating it's
0: always the people from the outside telling you how you should feel
1: right and, and I never <laughs> I never quite understood that concept and my sister and I we are just completely she is more stem based mm-hmm. I am more as you know, fine art, yeah. musical, I will break out and <laughs> song and dance in a heartbeat. Yeah. We are just two completely different people, but that doesn't by any means make us less successful than one another. Okay. I have a blog and a website and I'm doing my own thing and you she's chief resident. So we both have found our strides of excellence within our own communities. That's
0: swanky. I want to clap it up for you guys, both hey. of you guys. Hey. Like excellence Do my
1: little jig. Oh, no, I right? <laughs>
0: yeah because I remember I guess like the high school meeting always looked at your sister as like Michelle Obama you, <laughs> know? <laughs> you know okay, it was like man if Tanya comes in here and tells y'all to shut up you okay, better shut, shut up, up. <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying like she always had that type of presence with me so like it's always good to see her do her thing uh, from afar um, let's see let's get into the week let's get into the weekly breakdown it's been uh,
1: crazy this week
0: <laughs> it's been a crazy week let's start off where do we, let's let's start off with everybody who's been talking about the pusha verse drake. <laughs> let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Um, me, I got things to say.
0: <laughs> so I'll start with the genesis. Me as a hip hop fan, I've been a big pusha t fan ever since the clips. I think everybody who's a boy and likes hip hop first started doing beats because of the grinding beat. It's like boom. On the lunch tape? Oh, Everybody for sure. For exactly. sure.
1: I mean I think Twitch. even the females yeah, yeah, yeah. were doing it like, as well. Like this one was easy. This yeah, was yeah, pre-twerking, yeah. so okay. there was nothing else for us to
0: do. <laughs> exactly. So like I've always been a Pusha T fan. And it in a sense is bittersweet to see people only know Pusha T now for killing Drake.
1: But the, and this is where I say the hip hop community has work to do. We are and we as fans are so into quote-unquote the mainstream and what's Mm -hmm. hot now that we don't even realize how Drake has really disrespected Pusha T from just a generational perspective. And so until you can really wrap your head around that and understand the influences that people like Pusha T and Nas and Jay Z yeah. and that whole
0: generation, generation had
1: on on the artists that are working now. You really don't understand. Like people are like, I didn't even know who Pusha, Tree, Pusha, Pusha T, T was before Drake, and I'm like, well, oh, that makes you a bad hip hop yes, fan. Exactly. That doesn't make Drake it, it a bad exposes, person. That's one thing I definitely
0: I love about this. It definitely exposes who's a fake rap fan. Exactly. Who's a hip hop fan. Exactly. Like what's on the rate. I'm like, oh, you never heard of Pusha T? Then I'm done with you. Like I cancel your opinion.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I mean, it's like when people try and quote Lil Wayne from the Carter Three On and I'm like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Have you heard of Juvenile? You know what I mean? Like like, (laughs) he started way back in the day. So
0: yeah, I hear you. There's just a lot
1: that I think people have to truly do research on to grasp the full concept
0: of the battle. Yeah. And we can, can we call it over? Can we say? See, I don't think so. So you, okay, let me ask you this. You believe Drake has a chance with a response, correct? Like if he responds?
1: No, but I think he's still gonna try and respond. So I don't think we can call it over yet because of that. However, I think, I mean, Pusha T just laid him yes. out, okay? Yes. Like he laid him out. He dug up, and don't get me wrong, I I am a Drake fan, I am mm-hmm. a Drake fan, but, I mean, when it came to Pusha T, was anything off limits. Yes, no. Was anything off limits.
0: Look, I, I will admit my bias so people can take whatever I say with a grain of salt. Once the ghostwriting allegations came out about Drake, I officially got off the Drake boat. I felt like I was lied to as a fan, and I feel like he was dishonest in the whole thing. Like, he can't, like, if you're going to have ghostwriters, perfectly fine, man. But be honest about it. Like, that's the difference between Kanye, a Dr. Dre, a Diddy. Like, they're not telling us that they're the best at rapping. Like, they but don't that at ever the same time... Drake wants you to believe he's the best at rapping when he's not putting it all together.
1: I, okay, I can... I can respect where you're coming from from that standpoint, but it's almost like acting in this in this aspect. The writers might write the lines, but you still have to put that performance and deliver to make it feel real. So yeah, yes, I can really, I can and that, respect part of Drake's craft and I understand where you might have felt in the dark, but at the same time, if you're crediting these people on your songs and CD albums and this that and the other are we as consumers not taking the time to look into it are we blindly just saying you know what he wrote this and assuming it
0: no uh for factually two songs quentin miller wrote rico uh, verse and ten bands on the credits he's not mentioned at all so that's ghostwriting. right so trust me i, I look i play i believe when the allegations first came out the album that was was if you're reading this is too late correct that's what was popping and Lauren, my girlfriend, would tell you, I was playing the hell out of that. I was like, this shit is phenomenal.
1: Oh, for sure. I still, and I still will up 10 bands. Yeah,
0: and I hear Legend. I'm like, this is a great song. These are great songs. But then when you find out it's not written by the guy, like, imagine if Kanye said I didn't write Hey Mama. What? Mm, like, like, it, it, break, it messes, um, it messes with your psyche. That's all it is, man. It's like, Rap, the reason why rap is the only genre where, like, if you're writing or not matters, is because rap started off as battles. Imagine if you're battle rapping on the, like, on the block, and then, like, you found out this dude got these, like, lyrics or something. You're like, get <laughs> out of here, phony. <laughs> like, you're not we, okay, okay. Like, we're all about authenticity. Like
1: We can 100% agree on that. But at the same time, people like Rick Ross have been exposed and we okay. still support him, you know what Question. I mean? So it's yeah. like, Rick how can
0: Ross you... Rick Ross was exposed as being a cop or a correction, correctional officer. That doesn't mean he can't sell dope to... Like, that's right, right. Like, right. But at like, the that's... same
1: time, Rick Ross was accused of stealing another man's entire life
0: yeah, and making a brand off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's kind of what, you know, rap was about at a time. Like, you have... I'm trying to think of, like, other people who have have monikers.
1: But is that not the same with ghostwriting? Are you no. not just basically taking somebody else's feelings and emotions and the things that they've been through, through pen and paper and discussing that?
0: Not if you're, if you're writing it, then it's not ghostwriting. I guess that's what it comes down to. Like <laughs> if, if Rick Ross sits there and writes his whole, like fairy tale of a life and I listen to it and I enjoy it. I can be like, damn man, these are a bunch of lies. But I'm glad you wrote these bunch okay, of Okay,
1: so really what it ultimately comes down to is, but you still did the work yourself. Like, aside from from
0: stealing the entire brand, per se. I personally found out, like, I guess, this is it. The reason why, I guess, it hurts me is, like, when you hear the casual rap fan talk about Drake, they say, well, is Drake better than Jay-Z? Is Drake better than Eminem? Is Drake better than Kendrick? And I feel like it's not even a comparison anymore if this guy's not writing his rhyme, Imagine if Eminem didn't write his rhyme. Imagine if Eminem didn't write 8 Mile.
1: People would lose their fucking mind. But I also feel like it also circles back to people being uneducated about the hip-hop culture and the history of hip-hop, because I feel like even asking, is Drake better than Jay-Z is disrespectful in itself? But that, okay, look. And yeah. it does get asked all the yeah. time. It, it does. does.
0: That, the Drake and Jay-Z question right now is like the Braun and Jordan conversation in a sense. It's like these new wave of kids who are from 15 to about 23 all grew up on Drake. 100%. Drake has been the only dude they've seen. From Jimmy strong, and the all the way
1: up to all, 100. Right? So, 100%. So
0: now they have a voice and they have two thumbs and they're on Twitter like this is the greatest rapper of all time. And and I'm like, hold on, man. There's a rap. Jay-Z just dropped an album and it's still relevant, the man is 44 years old. So like, that's what, and he's writing the lyrics. I
1: guess that's but what- But I feel thought. like even if you look at, Missy Elliott to me is a better rapper than Drake. I agree. Just from a lyrical perspective. I mean, but there's so many- not
0: say that. That's what I'm, I guess we all get caught up in the popular opinion, and if the popular opinion is correct or not, that's what causes the debate. Because the popular I mean, opinion, Drake was a better art is the best artist of this last five or seven years. Well, let right? me talk to
1: some of these kids who are making this popular I know. because I can't, I can't. That's what
0: I'm saying. I, I was happy that Pusha did what he did and ended him, got him up out of here because when Drake dropped that W freestyle or whatever it was. People were getting on Twitter saying it's over for Pusha T, Pusha L. Push a <laughs> I was like, get out of here. And then when I saw that blackface picture first, when I saw the blackface, it was,
1: picture, it was ding, ding, ding. That's when it was TKO yeah. already. Before, before the song even started, I was like,
0: I was like, oh man, this is some crazy Photoshop and then to find out that's it's what i thought Photoshop, that
1: is what i thought i was like okay all right pusha i see you and then i was like
0: oh 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 he took this picture oh damn okay I'm, i remember i'm sitting next to lauren when we're playing it I'm, i've already heard it but i'm sitting next to lauren when she's listening to it for the first time and the Pusha T line says you are hiding a child lauren looks up
1: like you literally saw, brought.
0: exactly,
1: like I never saw so many Michael Jordan crying yes. memes in a period of two minutes, two minutes. People's hearts were broken, girls you would have thought like lost their life
0: savings. I know, like that right there made my life. When I, when I was like, oh my goodness, I guess Pusha T did something that Meek tried to do, but couldn't do in the sense. Meek was like, he doesn't write, he's a phony. And people were like, ah, uh, that's not really phony. Pusha's like, I'm going to show you how phony this is." Right. Guy. Because but. I think
1: Meek Mill went after his rap style, mm-hmm. per se. Pusha T went after that man's life. <laughs> yes. That brand. Okay. Right. Like, he broke him down on every level. As a, as a father, as a human being, <laughs> as a friend. As, like, I mean, every aspect of your life was analyzed exactly. and destroyed by Pusha. He was
0: perfect because... Drake it seems like Drake has been on this like very clean tour, like doing the God's plan, giving people a million dollars. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, like doing all these like nice things.
1: Let and me just make say make it, it
0: sounds like what? Nice for what?
1: As somebody that's uh in marketing and PR I cried and hid under the bed for this scandal because I didn't even know what I was gonna do. I mean, it was so bad that I still think his PR team might be on hiatus. Like, I don't understand. Like,
0: how do we they, do this? They can't. You they can't. Can. Like, And the thing is, the reason why I heard is Drake has kind of heralded him or put his cape on as the good guy, right? Like, I pick up women. I make songs like Nice For What. I want to give women all the power and the and come to find out you can't support your baby mama. Even the line, I can't be having a kid and yeah. out here kidding around.
1: Like what son? You destroyed what? yourself. So That's
0: what I'm saying. So did he even write that? No. Good point, good Becky. point. It was probably Quentin. It was that's probably Quentin. what I'm saying. It. Somebody else wrote. so like that's why I can't believe the messenger anymore. Imagine, like, I know I'm taking this a little bit too extreme. But imagine, like, if you're a religious person and you find out Jesus didn't say half the stuff except Like, you'd be like, No, and I,
1: I feel that, <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, I just... And I'm not saying that I'm it. not... Right. I'm never gonna not bump Drake again because that's not true. Right. I know I'm going to. You're I true. just wish that as fans and consumers, we would be more loyal to
0: Pushing hip-hop cultural... Place
1: hip-hop culture rather than the artist, if that makes sense. Because yeah. it's just like, for example, Taylor Swift, she had country fans. She has her little poppy fans. If she goes and does rap, you know, there's gonna be fans yeah. there too. But are you really loyal to the music? Or are you loyal to the artist? And that's what we have to figure out because that's the same that same thing with the Kanye and the Kanye-
0: I'm loyal to Yeezy mm-hmm. until you do something wrong. Meh,
1: meh, meh. <laughs> meh.
0: Listen, before we get off Drake and we can go into Yeezy, I will say that Drake is definitely on the verge of looking like Ja Rule, how 50 Cent did Ja Rule. Like, and just remember, ja like, some kids are like, who is Ja Rule? Ja I know. Ja Rule, remember though, Ja Rule had bangers. He was all over the radio. Was ja, it was Ja Rule and Shanti ruled our middle school. Ruled that whole year, like, I duets were everywhere, right? Him, J-Lo. All him day, and every to, day. Right? Everywhere, right? And 50 came in and said, nah. It takes, sometimes it takes the most gangsterous person in the world to say, that's, well, okay, we're getting too soft. And I think,
1: <laughs> I think that's a big point too, because when you compare, like, like for example, the point I made about Rick Ross earlier, people were mad that Rick Ross wasn't as hard as he made himself out to be. That's yeah. ultimately what it came down to. But you're also talking about, Drake who came from Degrassi, like this yeah, homie I wasn't understand. struggling, struggling back in the day in Section Eight housing, this, I that, and the it. other. You know what I mean? I so I get it. I think it's interesting how this is all gonna play out and how it's going to shape music in the future because I do think if Drake stays silent for another seventy-two hours. He might as well stay silent for the rest of the year. Like yes. I don't
0: know that Aubrey and Migos need to go yeah. on tour. He may have to just pack that whole summer. It'll the just be Migos, are like yeah, Migos, like I don't think we need this smoke.
1: right? You know what also I mean? Like, I like bad we'll bad call Pusha, no
0: yeah, big we'll deal. Call push, man, like this dude. I mean, and it's really been funny because like like I said a lot of people don't even mainstream people know who Pusha T is now like Pusha T has gone on the craziest media run this past week I mean, like he's on Jimmy Kimmel he's on freaking like big boys radio I'm like you know, oh my God, literally everywhere good job I'm happy for him like I was like thank you and the fact that he took down Drake in the in the process is like double bonus for me personally
1: I may seem to clean up some of these other mumble rappers on the way up it's yeah like, okay.
0: like I mean like they can the, my always thing with the mumble rappers is I feel like they're gonna be a, they're, they're just they're gonna be around, right? Like the Soldier Boys and the D4Ls and the <laughs> different like, You like I'm saying like they're those that's always gonna be around.
1: So but at least Soldier Boy like, had us bumping back in the yeah. day, okay? Like, Soldier Boy had
0: you. I mean, but shit, man, I can't lie. It's like some of that Travis Scott comes on.
1: I mean, I yeah. So I lose my yeah. mind. Like yeah. have you
0: ever have you ever seen him perform Goosebumps? Phenomenal.
1: I will say there is a time and a place for all
0: artists. Yes, I agree with now, that too.
1: should that be the radio for some? No. We'll all leave that to you each know? other
0: to agree or disagree. <laughs> I, I agree. I'm definitely not just riding around listening to like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. <laughs> but like if I'm, in, if I'm in a bar or something, someone on like... like I'm, I'm a bump one play. time. I'm not going to get mad at the dude, you know? But yeah, yay season is approaching or it's already here. Boo! Okay, guys. We can
1: moment of silence. Moment of silence.
0: <sighs> Yeezy, love him, yay. That was amazing. It was a great album. Doreen's over here having a moment of silence, but Joseph Hardrick is picking you up right now.
1: I am um, boycotting this
0: album. <sighs> Look, I make my land. I mean, line in the sand very clear. The reason why I still support Kanye West. Is because he hasn't done anything to harm anyone. Period. He's not R. Kelly. He's not trapping people in their basements. He's not Bill Cosby. He's not dropping quaaludes and drinks. He's not Harvey Weinstein. He's none of this. He's opinionated. He's been opinionated.
1: It's not his opinion. Let me take that back because it (laughs) is. It's not his opinionated nature that I have a problem with. It's the fact that Kanye has been in the limelight for well over 10 years now. Yeah. Straight up. Almost
0: 15, I'll say. Right. Almost. Yeah. So So yeah, yeah, about about fifteen years.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, God, that makes me feel old. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let that sit. Right? But I feel like from... Because this is the thing—it's not like this is the first time Kanye's done something "quote unquote" outrageous. We had no, the George, no. George Bush, Bush hate blacks people, uh, Taylor Swift,
0: Taylor Swift um, the several other between yeah. then and now.
1: But just let's just take those two. I feel like
0: he was right in both of them.
1: Not necessarily. I don't. I. I don't necessarily feel like. He uses his platform in the right way, okay. and and he does this over and over and over he again. And at what point are you going to learn, he Kanye? Doesn't
0: package his message correctly. I will agree with that 100%. But you can't say his intentions are not correct. That's what I'm saying. So, for instance, but when you, you have, feel like, I mean, let's go back. When Katrina was being on, you saw all those black people being called looters and all that stuff, just because they were trying to survive. That's his point.
1: But that's the thing. Was that was push George push Bush push 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 push. being racist or was the media being racist in that aspect? And, and yes, and also George Bush failed to send aid in time. He apologized 13 years later.
0: Because he was like, I have I, and that's maturity, right? He's right, like, you know what? I don't have the wherewithal to call him a racist, but his point was still correct.
1: But my but my point is this. So if you're making off the wall comments and 13 years later apologizing, and I'm not saying that other people didn't feel before that George Bush was a racist. But you know how society reacted and took that and ran with it. And George them, Bush,
0: my people love Gay for that. Tell me, tell me they did not. Gay Ye was not yes. like heralded as. The, that's no. when Gay became our Kanye. We were but like, at
1: the same this time, guy is saying exactly how we feel. But at Thank the you. same time, so. When he did that, we did put our, quote, unquote, trust in Kanye. You know what? You are going to speak up on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So when you go around, I don't care if it's 13 years later or three years later or three days later, and make the comments that you make, knowing that the media is going to chop it up and portray it a certain way, you have to do better.
0: So should you not send your message out because other people are going to distort it? even if you reach a few people?
1: No, but you should pick and choose. So for example, maybe you should have done it on a Facebook live video where we would have been able to see the whole thing rather than did, everybody I mean, getting basically 30 second clips from TMZ but boosting the, their ratings. That's radio. just
0: the world that we, like the clickbait world that we live in, right? But like, I watched the whole 30, so i I guess once again, I'm an old school kid now. So like, I don't believe in like the 30 seconds. I'm like, I want to know, I want to know what you asked before that and I want to know what you asked after that. So but it's also
1: in it. our society so hard to find. Like if you were to Google that clip right now, you would find probably eight thousand videos on this small clip that he mm-hmm. said, and because you wouldn't be able to really to find do that. exactly. So
0: should I blame him or should I blame? My, remember what you said earlier. But at what point should you blame the the fan for not looking into to see if he's credited?
1: Right, but at what point also is Kanye gonna say? Okay, you know what? I know how they do twist my words, or I know how they do X, Y, and Z, so let me make sure that when I say this, I'm going to say it fully, because here's the thing. You already have Kardashian slack all upon you. Let's just call it what it is. Yeah, but like so, he doesn't care about that. And, right, and that's fine, but I'm just saying it already puts you in a position where people aren't trusting you as much as before. Why, and then you, like, you go and continue a, to say thing, why crazy
0: things. Why not? This man is this man has had three kids now with this woman. They've been married for like that's who he likes. But, and, and that's fine. Yeah, and like, but that's what I'm like. People are like, oh my god, he's with Kim Who cares? But that's it, who he likes. That's it, relationship. No, I don't
1: knock him for being with Kim Kardashian, that's not what I'm saying at all. He can be with Kim, but what I say when it comes to the Kim Kardashian slack is, in the past few years, the Kardashian family has been known to take part in racy ads, and I don't mean racy as far as sexual, I mean like the Pepsi ad and associating with things of that nature, yeah. but you also stay silent on things on things like that, so... What are you really standing for when i when I see that over the past few years, Kendall's done this, that, and the other, she Kim has been a part that, of this, that, done and that the that other
0: Pepsi thing. and everybody gets mad because she got braids. Like that's that shit that I come on, man, like, like, I love black people and I love us to death, but come on, man, we're either hot or we're not. So if we're the hottest thing on the planet and everybody wants to be black, then shut up when somebody copies us.
1: But, but that's the thing. I don't think it's necessarily culture, cultural appropriation that I get upset with. I get upset with the fact that I feel like Kanye has... He's in a unique role in the fact that he has a very unique following and audience, and he has the potential to use his platform to educate people and bring people together, and I feel like he fails to do it. And maybe it's just a matter of him not having the right semantics, and I just can't
0: rock with that, I feel like he he does bring people together. Mm -hmm. Okay, look, for instance, here we go. I would say after the Trump, him liking Trump comments, whether you like it or not, because I don't like Trump, It got people talking. I believe what Kanye, in the grand scheme of things, is trying to show you is that somebody so likable like Kanye can like Donald Trump, you can disagree with him, and you can still like that person. Cause that's not, cause the world that we're living in now is like, if you don't like one thing about somebody, throw them all away.
1: A hundred percent. And I'll even be the first to say, my husband, I'm 90% sure voted for Trump, you know what I mean? I'm in an interracial relationship. These are things that we have to, we will always have to deal with or come up with or discuss, but there's also a difference I feel like between, like even when my husband heard what Kanye said, he was like, whoa, nah nah, bro, you're taking it a little bit too far, you know what I mean? And I I get that you're trying to say that people are mentally imprisoned, but I think we, It's funny. We give Kanye credit when we want to give Kanye credit. He's the smartest person in the world when we want him to be, but then he can't structure a sentence together. Like, stop. You have a whole team of
0: PR people. You have a whole... So that's fake thing. So like, I don't want him to have a PR person. That's what we love about Kanye is the 100% authenticity, Mm. whether he's going to say it correct or incorrect at that moment. You're gonna get, like, that's why it doesn't shock me that he likes Trump, right? Because in the sense of it- They're similar. They're similar. I'm gonna say what I wanna say 100% of the time, period.
1: But I guess where I I get frustrated is he doesn't care about who's affected uh, in in the meantime. Because you are gonna, there are, there are literally documentaries about people who truly believe slavery didn't exist in the U.S. Yeah, who truly yeah, but he, believe, well, he and so when believe that though. right, but when you have when you make comments like that and you know it can be taken and broken down and people will run with it I'm for a hundred sure. years, it's always going to be Kanye said slavery was a choice, whether that's what he yes, what he, what he meant or not. Now you know what I mean? I and so
0: you are, but that's because he's a he's a rock star. Like, that's what, that's how life's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. John Lennon said he's bigger than God. The Beatles were more popular than God. Guess what? I'm still going to listen to Come Together. Like, right. Like, at the same just,
1: time, at the same time when the Beatles said that, it's not like there's hundreds of black men that are, you know what I mean? Like, that but, is, that's more where I get frustrated. Okay, so because. like
0: hundreds of black men, as a black man, what does Kanye West, saying that statement due to Joseph Hardrick in 2018?
1: What I worry about is that we are right now in a very divisive climate in America, and it's exactly. a very racial climate in America. And I don't want people to think that because Kanye feels that way, especially people who are not of color think that, think that they can take things like that and run with it. Because here's, here's what we're seeing, and, and this is gonna get into something else that happened this week, you have people like the president making racial comments Mm 24/7, and that's okay. But then when Roseanne says something, she loses her job. And I don't agree with what Roseanne said, but why is it that on one side it's fine and on the other it's not? And that's where we, as a nation, have to figure out what
0: are we doing? Yeah, I agree. So once again, I believe what we need to get back to is the fundamentals of America, which somebody has freedom of speech. You can say, whatever you feel like saying. But until you, like, this is why, like, I have friends who are, hate Donald Trump. And they say, Joe, how can you not be so upset? And I said, listen here, man, until I see a wall, I'm not tripping. Like, I'm from, like, once again, like, I'm not gonna get mad at somebody saying that they can beat me up. Until you swing, we're okay. You can say whatever you feel like saying.
1: See, and I guess, I guess maybe also, being African American, I hold because we all do. We all hold as African Americans. Oh, yeah, I feel like we hold African Americans to a higher standard. Yeah, I so agree. maybe 100%. that's also what it comes down to. Because I feel like in
0: like, nigga, you, I get. Look, trust me, I get what people are saying. Like, nigga, you're the only black person in this room nine times out of ten, Kanye. So when they're talking about race and things like that, advocate for, you, for us for you to say ah, oh, it makes their point have some relevance. And it it, it almost, it it almost, it it makes them feel safe in what they're saying. I get it.
1: But it almost makes them feel like validated and vindicated and that's the thing, you cannot bring truth to those types of situations and the only reason why is because it's so dangerous. Now, how do you have said something,
0: But I can't get mad at somebody for misspeaking and then the world running out really. but that's the thing did, I know did he, he misspeak yes because i've listened to the whole thing once again i've listened and he misspoke so what he, and he literally gets on twitter and says obviously i know that slavery is not a choice disclaimer yes. joe has
1: loved <laughs> yay since 2003
0: okay <laughs> like i grew up on Ye. i guess like the thing is this is like not to sound too conceited or too like weird but like I feel like gay yeah, sometimes. I'm like, look, man, I'm a boy from Chicago, Illinois. I came here. I go to college. like I'm learning. I that feel you, I yeah. So yeah. like, when he's like, look, man, I'm the first 40 year old Kanye, right? So like, for instance, in hip hop, like Jay Z and Kanye are the first adults that hip hop has ever had. People used to look up to Tupac and Biggie, and they're 25 years old. Yeah. Our whole culture has been looking up to 25 year olds. So right, so these are the first people to get past that level. That's what people like oh, Jay Z is boring. No man, he he's evolved. He can't talk about that stuff anymore. Kanye has evolved. Kanye will feel like he's lying to you to say slavery is still holding him back when it isn't. He has his own but, company.
1: But that's also what I think is interesting because like one debate my husband and I have all the time is white privilege, and I yeah. I white think is real. it and it is, mm-hmm. but. That's not to take away that there's not other privileges that exist exactly. out there. There's whether it's privilege. financial, whether it's black privilege. privilege. Exactly. The fact that we can walk around and say, I can say nigga all day. Exactly. exactly. Look, it's a privilege.
0: It's a pri- look, there's privileges in, in, in America and they all need to understand that. For instance, like, and it's whether it's racist or not, but like, if I'm in a room and I see, this is a random story, but my first day in school here in Dallas, Texas, it was a classroom, it was a bunch of it was Miss Wagner's class, I believe. Bunch of white kids. The only black kid in class was Montez Kendall. And he stressed that next too. to Montez. Right? Yeah, I it, mentally was like Where do bro, we go? This is me and you, then we're here together. Like that's it's not that's not racism. It's just like that's what the world has taught us to do. It's taught you to find comfort in someone that looks like you. And you are in an interracial relationship, I'm in an interracial relationship, and it's very big of both people who are in an interracial relationship to look at somebody that doesn't look like them. Exactly. And still care. That's what we have to get to. We have but to
1: do a whole segment on I yeah, yeah, we can whole go into that. Um,
0: but all that said, guys, listen to Kanye's new album. It's really good, very mature.
1: Dorian says give it a week. <laughs> give it a week.
0: Like, make like make him, 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 him feel the financial him. burn. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but then next week, he's coming out with him and Kid Cudi's album. Hmm. Know, he's just pairing up the summer this year. Produced all of Push's album. But,
1: okay, but let me talk about this. Okay. Should... Okay, and the reason why I bring this up is because a lot of people are going kind of back to Pusha T and Drake mm-hmm. are upset because Pusha T talked about MS on the sick, track. Sick, sick, sick. But... <laughs> you serve <wrong> for that. <laughs> but at the same time, Drake... Talked about Kid Cudi's
0: mental illness. Yeah, exactly. That's why I do not feel for him. Maybe I'm just Team Dark skinned, but I don't feel for him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you like they like they like. Oh man, he talked about his friend. I was like, Cudi was in a mental institution, and you tried to make fun of him thinking about suicide.
1: And honestly, that was a very vulnerable moment for yeah. Kid Cudi. He straight up came out and said, "Look, guys, this is some things that I'm going I'm through. I have it. to take a step Probably back." On stage. And yeah,
0: yeah. And you still and you made fun of that. So no. I don't feel bad for you. I don't feel bad for Noah. I don't feel bad for anybody over there. Y'all took y'all's L. Summer, hey, It was all good just a summer ago. Last summer, they were taking a victory lap on Meek Mill's ass.
1: And let me just say this to the black community out there. We have to do better about mental illness. When somebody uh, comes out yeah. like that, we cannot be...
0: Can't make fun of them. Uh-uh. On the cover of Kanye West's album, Kanye West's album he admits he's bipolar one thing that you get to find and that's mental ish, but on the cover is really dope. He says, I'm bipolar. I hate, oh, he says, I hate that I'm bipolar. It's awesome. It's pretty funny. <laughs> like, all
1: right, Kanye, you got me smiling again. All right, yeah, all, right. all right. Give it five funny. minutes, I'll download down
0: it. All right, so um, let's see, what else is pop- popping off in the world other than hip hop taking over the, the globe? I know you don't watch much sports, but I'm pretty sure you heard about this J.R. Smith debacle. Or not?
1: Apparently, from I what I've hear, heard I want to hear
0: from your perspective, I love it. He
1: thought they were up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So <laughs> let me say this. I don't watch sports because I get I get too frustrated. I used oh. to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. So when I see I know what it's like. Like for example, when you're looking at a basketball court, you're looking at a basketball court, right? So you know how many suicides when yep. you used to be an athlete <laughs> to go up and down. When Never I heard. see you not hustling after a play,
0: yeah, I, I turn
1: into a coach. Yeah. And I start yelling at my TV screen. So
0: yeah, when I that.
1: heard about J.R. Smith, I was like, do you not know the rules of the game? Like have, was this your first game that you've ever played in?
0: J.R. Smith is, how do I explain JR J.R. Smith is that guy when you get into the group project that never brings anything that never brings it, but... Or more like the own. guy that didn't know he was in the group. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I, mean, I, I, I get confused yeah. because I just, I don't understand why. Like, how do you not know, at all times you should know... What the
0: score to the game is.
1: You're like, you're playing. Yes. This is your job, son. Hello?
0: You play to win the game. Like, what are you here <laughs> for? I don't know. That, that right there. And I feel bad for LeBron because LeBron scored 51 points. I career don't. I I don't. (laughs) I don't. Uh,
1: Because LeBron knew... Why do you hate LeBron? Here's the thing. LeBron knew... That's not it. That's not it.
0: (laughs) Look. LeBron hasn't beat his wife, hasn't cheated on his wife.
1: And that's one thing I will say. I love him as a person. However, you knew... Like, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it.
0: Yeah, I need to know this because LeBron is like...
1: It's almost like, for example, LeBron is that black church choir director, right? (laughs) And the rest of the team, you know you're working with some weak Sopranos. Yeah. You know you have some weak Altos. Mm -hmm. Yet you
0: gave J.R. Smith that lead role. You know Mm -hmm. what I
1: mean? So I kind of feel like...
0: Okay, so J.R. Smith got the rebound. LeBron was definitely... Asking for the ball. So, like, it was like but the director is pointing at the tenors, <laughs> and the sopranos <laughs> just randomly go <laughs> off. <out. laughs>
1: but, but then maybe, maybe LeBron needs to do better about signaling cues yeah. and letting them know when even it's even your time them to in shine. in band,
0: right? Like, don't mm. even let them in. You didn't show up the choir Turn the rehearsal. mic off, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Turn their whole side off. <laughs> That's exactly what they should have done to him. It was, it was nuts. I feel so, bad for him. They're gonna lose anyway, though. It's gonna be the Warriors. It's.
1: I will say anymore. though, if you're having a bad day, just go and Google J.R. Smith's reaction. Oh yeah. <laughs> because once the realization the came to his face, oh, yes. I just oh ooh. Uh, ooh. Yes, <laughs> I
0: love I love LeBron's face, and that
1: too. He goes. I do, <laughs> LeBron was literally like. The black mom who found out mm-hmm. she has to sign a permission slip before yeah, going to right school. right before. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like
0: <laughs> you had this all week. Exactly. <laughs> like you knew. You knew. Like, Heck uh, like, yeah. I can't That's exactly how it always goes. Like you had this all week, and now you're just asking me to sign it. Yeah. And I also need a poster board. You know what I mean? Like,
2: yeah. Can we go by Walmart? Yeah. Is that cool? go Walmart Walmart?
0: Need a poster board too. When is this project do Yesterday. <laughs> About <that. laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> No, that's true. Um, What else is going on? You know what I did want to talk about that I did not get a chance to talk about? Is the royal wedding. I didn't watch it. I saw clips of it.
1: I will just say I am so disappointed in humanity. Oh,
0: okay. I love it. And the reason why
1: is because that was a beautiful wedding. Mm -hmm. And so many people trashed it comparing it to William and Kate. Really? her dress, her hair, what her mom wore. Why can we not just, like, this is literally two people who have enough coup and money to run off and not even involve us Mm -mm. in their marriage. Yet they open the doors, make us feel like a part, exactly, make us feel like a part of it, whether it's for, you know, publicity, royal tradition, whatever it might be, but they still included us, and yet, We as human beings cannot even just be grateful and say, you know what, that was a beautiful wedding and leave it at that. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but this is where, in my opinion, this fake feminism bullshit Let's get into it. Because there were so many women who trashed her dress, her Mm -hmm. makeup, it wasn't pretty enough, her eyebrows, she had... This under her eyes. She didn't have that under her eyes. She didn't wear a tiara big enough yep. When can we as women just start appreciating women and saying you know what you just did your thing girl and there, let girl. it go exactly That's
0: look. I try to tell more knows this because I say this all the time. I'm like The real reason I don't know who started double standards. I don't know But the reason why they're maintained is they're maintained by women like I've seen girls They'd be like, I just don't understand how a guy can sleep with 10 g- girls and he's okay, but if a girl sleeps with 10 guys, he, she's a slut. I was like, well, because you're going to call her that. Not me. Like, what's going to happen is, girl, I literally heard girls like, oh, look at this nasty bitch. You know she had. I'm like, I will never do that about a guy. If you, guys and, you like, Exactly. I just don't think and what like is that. so
1: crazy is women, we are so quick just to sit there and trash Mm -hmm. whether whether and it's nine times out of ten it's all based on feelings yep it really is it's not even like the person possibly did anything (laughs) to you
0: no real logic
1: I I just don't understand it and what's crazy to me is even when like for example you have people and I love these people but like Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of New York or Chelsea Hamler I I love Chelsea Hamler but she cannot sit here and continue to call herself a feminist mm-hmm. when at the same time you bash women in certain, All the time. You, you might not slut shame, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're still bashing Ivanka Trump. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm not the biggest Trump fan either, but Ivanka
0: didn't run her yeah. dad did her dad. She didn't ask for this. I always tell people that too. i like, man, this is not the lifestyle that any of them truly anticipated. Like this guy did it. So you shouldn't ask the tiger to change the stripes. That's just how and, like, it. when
1: Ivanka does something, then at that point, I will hold her accountable <laughs> and we will have a one-on-one issue. Yeah. But until then, like, you can't... It's It's mind-boggling to me how many women just tear each other down based off of comments, yet somebody says it to you and you feel like the smallest thing in the world. Like, yeah. we have to learn how to... And this isn't just women with women. This is like women and men and Agreed. men and men and women and women. Like, That's we all tend to learn how to, like, yeah, yeah. It's like just pour love into yeah. one another. Like, Lead so many people love, are going bro. through things that you have no idea and you just.
0: Play that Yay album. Lead with love. Okay, I don't know about all that, but. <laughs> no, I would. Like I would, Push a I agree with that, though, um, because how can. The fake feminism thing the one thing I don't like is when I see girls get on, like, their Twitter or whatever, and bash men, and then, like, call it feminism. I'm like, you don't gotta bash the dude. You can say, like, I'm doing this. Like, I love, I always like the, the comments of when women are like, I just got my third degree, I got my job, I love those. I'm like, yeah, you should talk about yourself. Right? Big yourself up every single time you can. And if somebody feels like nobody cares about your degree, if somebody giving you that, tell them back that. But you should big yourself up every day because that's not putting anybody else down. But when you're like, niggas out here, guys out, oh wow. Well.
1: Because I think there's a <laughs> common misconception in the feminist community that in order to be a feminist, you have to bash men. And yeah. here's the thing. Oh. i am a whole i a hundred percent say that i'm a feminist because i believe that women are equal to men but exactly Agreed. that we are equal i don't think that any gender is it's better either. than the other i think we have been put on these earths to do two completely different things we have just from our genetic makeup different mm-hmm. ways that we process things mentally physically all of that and we have to learn how to build off of each other's strengths rather than Calculate on each other's weaknesses. You know what I mean? Like,
0: I think men and women both have weaknesses, like you said, weaknesses and strength. I feel like the weaknesses in men is like men lack emotional intelligence. We just do. We just like we don't go past the first surface. Like if your husband sees you're upset, he wants to fix it. He doesn't want to figure out what made you upset. Like we we don't think that way. So, but girls or women have the emotional like intelligence, like they want to know like, okay, how can we prevent this from happening? Again?
1: But what I think that's also this? taught
0: Yeah,
2: probably. And, and,
1: and a lot of it is just the way that I think generationally things have been passed down mm-hmm. and even with gender roles and things of that nature. And we really saw in the nineties, this big feminist sure. push mm-hmm. where no, women need to be in the in the workforce more, and this, that, and the other. I'm not saying that we're hundred percent perfect on that, but I yeah. would say, in that messaging, I think a lot of things got lost with our generation, mm-hmm. and so we feel like, like I I hate when women say I don't need a man, oh,
0: because you, you do, do. Yes, you, you, you do. do, like you probably like in the sense of need, but like you should want that need. Yeah. Does that right, make sense? And
1: like I, you and, I don't even, not even on like a sexual aspect. No. Not just even, a, just like a, simple, a like, simple, like, there are reasons why we need males out in the world. Yes. There are reasons why Can we need females. females out in the world. It's just the way that the world is always going to work. Agree but we can't sit here and continue to act like we don't need each other, we don't want each other, but then wonder why we're lonely oh, yeah. at the end of the day.
0: Thank you. Like. I literally see, like, women tweet some crazy-ish and then the next day be like, why am I so... I'm like, you didn't see what you wrote right. a couple of days ago? Or, I'm sorry, another thing I need to say, get off my chest. A lot of you girls need to understand on Instagram, y'all are not cute. You're just naked. Don't do that. You're Don't just that. naked, okay? But like, you got 150 likes because your titties are half out or your butt is half out. You're I not think that
1: hot. I think that's also part of... Part of the problem is with people tearing each other up and down everybody feels like they have to be an instagram model in oh. order to get x y and z and that's not one thing that i hate hearing because i do blog at Hanging with the heaks
2: <laughs> um, let me out, do that shameless plug <laughs> we'll um, plug it
1: up <laughs> but with that there's so many times i hear oh your life looks so perfect chris and i go through stuff yeah. like Literally, this morning I was upset. I woke up an hour late when our housekeeper was supposed to be here. If I had to tell this fool that I just cost us a hundred dollars, uh, yeah. like what? <laughs> what? Yeah. Like my man is reasonable, but stop playing with yeah, his money, y'all. Don't no, do I'm it. Like you know way. what I mean? We not everything is on Instagram. So even when you see that girl posting in that bikini, you didn't realize she had six slices of pizza yeah. before, and it took her 18 Thank
0: takes. Thank you, and she's sucking it in. She's taking the right angle, like people we are shown that's another reason kind of go back to the moral of our story another reason why I like Kanye is that we've shown so much perfection all the time that when the imperfection comes we bash it
1: but at the same it's time whose <laughs> whose who's wife started this perfection oh. persona
0: hey she Yay. definitely she definitely is the queen of it all but somebody had to like that's what it's like. If it wasn't her, it was going to be someone else.
1: But in that, but that's where I say I get frustrated with celebrities because I wish... they Let me not act like celebrities are so out of touch that they don't understand what's going on in everyday culture because mm-hmm. that, that's a lie. Yeah, they do. It's a, it's a flat-out lie. But at the same time, Kim Kardashian knowing her platform, knowing how much she can influence women why don't you post a picture of yourself one time with your stretch marks and say, you know what? I love my body, you should too. And that's where I get frustrated because there's so many different ways that people can use their platforms, yet you try and use it in the way that's only gonna benefit you the most, not the way that's gonna bring the most peace to everybody in the situation. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. I guess, but what she, or what the world that she's in, is the best way to explain it, is like, she's dropped so many albums or in the sense of so many pictures that she has to keep one up in herself or trying. But
1: that's what I mean. But do you? But do you? Do you? Because honestly, Kim Kardashian has the, I think the following and the audience that she could truly change. So did you get mad at her
0: meeting with Trump then?
1: Yes. And this is the reason why. How is that not hypocritical? Because because the reason why I I got frustrated is I personally don't feel like, let me just say this. You asked literally the man who got OJ off mm-hmm. on murder, mm-hmm. his daughter to come to the White House to discuss prison reform. Yeah, That is literally like me inviting a family member of the grand marshal of the KKK to the White House to discuss no, no, rape. No, no, no. Like, you know what I mean? It, to me, it just doesn't make sense. And the reason why is I'm not saying Kim Kardashian shouldn't have been there. Okay, fine, but use that platform and bring other people with you. Why not take people who you know truly care about and can champion this cause and this issue? Even invite Meek Mill. Yeah. You know me, what I mean? I mean? Meek
0: Mill was invited by Donald Trump and he turned it down. Facts.
1: But at the same time, again, use your platform to say, look, let's bring it let's let's use so this to bring it together thing, and like, that's what I'm saying. I like, like I that's, just
0: that's the the hypocriticalness of our culture right now. It's like you just said, why didn't Meek Mill do it? And then if Meek Mill were to go meet with them, people would
1: kill people Meek People would Mill. would bash him, 100%. you him like,
0: how can you do that? You just can't. And, and the so, perfect example of that was um, Steve Harvey. Yeah, there's nothing we can do. So like, I feel like when people are like, oh, like you just said, like uh, Kim Kardashian, all she does is taking naked photos, like well, why don't she use her platform, and then she uses her platform, and then you say, well, about her dad but, the, but the, she should know what we should be fixing
1: but absolutely not because kim kardashian does not think oj was guilty she has come out and said it several times i mean a lot of people don't believe oj, uh, was, guilty. OJ was guilty let's stop black community let's all let's all finally come together and agree oj was guilty 110
0: i will say that the evidence was definitely mounted against look him. <laughs> that's what i will definitely say
1: and ultimately i think part of all of this too ultimately comes down to, and this is specific to the black community, but black accountability. We have to get better about when we take a side, sticking with that side. Cause like you said, had Meek Mill gone, it would have been an issue. Meek Mill doesn't go, it's an issue. Yep. So it's a matter of as black people, we hold ourselves and people within our culture to such a high standard
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then, It becomes damned if they do, damned if they don't.
0: I believe it becomes a prison for them. Like they're like, Man, what do I do? And I believe once again, all of that comes crashing down to the point of Kanye saying, I'm gonna do what I want. People are gonna hate me, people are not gonna like it, but I'm gonna live like I feel like even then, I feel like the thing is Kanye's whole life or career in a sense, has been doing what everybody does not like of him. He nobody wanted him to say the Bush thing. He was right. Nobody wanted him to say the Taylor Swift thing. Beyonce's video is way better than that. Like, no, no, nobody nobody wanted him to get with Kim Kardashian. Remember, they were like, that's going to ruin his brain. Like, he, sure, yeah. he doesn't mm-hmm. care no about it. Yeah, but he doesn't care. He's like, I actually am going to do what I like. And that makes people upset. And that's the sense of control that he's talking about. He's like, if I don't do what the world think I should do, I think there's a quote that he said, he was like, if Okay, he says, if I get in trouble for telling you the truth some of the time, what are you being told all the time?
1: Which I, I don't want people to feel like I (laughs) don't respect Kanye, because I I truly believe that Kanye has his voice, and he should use his voice, and everybody has the freedom of speech, point blank, period. I don't believe that just because I disagree with your opinion means I'm going to cut you off entirely. Yeah. But what I do believe is that for the reaction that the African-American community had when Kanye made his statement, for us to just turn around and bump it like nobody's business, it's the exact same reason why I was upset with, back when, um, let's say probably about two summers ago, I believe it was, Lil Wayne did an interview saying saying, he didn't believe in Black Lives Matter the exact same reason I was frustrated, because you sit here, and your raps and your lyrics about dope dealing and shooting up the streets and this, that, and the other, they're part of the reasons why Our these young black practice. men have all these stereotypes put against them, but you're not doing anything within your platform to help them, when it you know what I mean? Yeah, and so I it, agree with that 100%. And so those are the types of things that I feel like we have to be more accountable about and say, okay, you know what, if this is the way they truly feel, then let's stop bumping their music. I literally, yeah, have not have not listened to Lil Wayne since because
0: you That's can't the, sit not there. So much. I know. I don't even think he's put anything <laughs> yeah. out. Man, yeah, Wayne Wayne's fell off so hard. Um, no, I agree with you. But you we have, have to a do a good better good about
1: accountability in the black community and just.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that 100. Um, percent I just feel like I said that, Ye has been. I guess once again, he's just been himself all the time and I can only respect somebody for being themselves all the time. I don't know. Even if I disagree, like
1: I could- RIP Mrs. West, because I really wish Donda was still around. She would have whipped that ass in shape too quick.
0: No, or she'd probably be like, yeah, this is my son. You gotta understand, Donda was alive when he said the George Bush thing. That's crazy. Like I feel like nobody has done it even, Kanye has put his brand of whatever you think it is on the line more than any artist ever. He puts his brand on the line with that George Bush stuff. The Taylor Swift stuff killed him. The way people kill Kanye after that, Kanye—I will honestly believe—I honestly believe Kanye hasn't been looked at the same in the light of, of the course world. not since that Taylor Swift incident. Of industry. course
1: not, so because that's when that's when it tipped too far. Because you were no longer attacking just a political n- uh, figure; you were attacking an innocent white girl. That's what it, that's what it ultimately came down to. Like, You're attacking
0: this little girl like she did nothing wrong, and it's really like he's not attacking her. He's just like, yo, I think Beyonce. Once but again, again, we're sh- no, but again I don't think, I don't think Kanye
1: was wrong in what he said, but I think he was have, wrong in the delivery.
0: Then, again, I, then I can, once again, come uh, uh, to an uh, understanding that this guy may not deliver. But somebody twice. doesn't say
1: thing like 50. So let's say your boss five days a week comes my in. and not 50. And, I mean,
0: my boss not but... <laughs> My boss didn't make college dropouts. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs>
1: it's the principle of the matter. Like, I can't. I can't. It's just, I feel, I don't know. I feel like we have to do better, especially when you have people like Colin Kaepernick getting yeah. assaulted for sticking up for their causes and being on their platform, and then I you do. turn around and say some dumbass shit like that and expect, like, Mm-mm, But like we gotta it, do better.
0: Nobody's like, and I still feel like people should be treating Colin Kaepernick better, but, like, they're not. Like, that's what... Man, everybody, in the sense, are fake keyboard gangsters. Like, like people are still watching the NFL. Like, it doesn't, oh, yeah. it doesn't change anything. And I know that sounds defenseless, in the sense. You're just like, why should I care? So, like, I just tend to only focus on consistency. I'm no longer like, all right, this is who you are, this is who you are. Like, if somebody would come out and say, well, you know Jay-Z has... Um, they found that Jay-Z sold drugs, and they found those old drugs. I like, hey man, he's been telling you. He right? Like, like, I can't, and with this is a can't tell CID, me nothing.
1: <laughs> it's important because that's what I look at when it comes to all issues. So people will say all the time that I'm the most conservative liberal, and it's because I just look at the issue for what me it too. is. So for example, when somebody says I'm all lives matter. I want to know, are you really anti-abortion? Or are you really all lives matter? Yeah. Because after that baby's born, I see you posting tweets about how you hate people Black are on people. welfare mm-hmm. or you hate that people are on Medicaid or this, that, and the oh. other. But what do you what do you think that comes from? It's from I, I, I mean it's it's all the well. same. So I feel like we have to look at ourselves and say, what am I really standing for and what am I really supporting? Or am I really just with the, the blind problem. leading the blind?
0: Yep. And that's what we're all out here doing. And every time you get somebody who's trying to leave, they're going to try to tear that person down. Like Kanye was. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Done. <laughs> Done. Oh, well, I feel like we covered a lot there. Doreen, do you have anything else you, you want to? Because I feel like we can go, we can go some more.
1: Know, this might be like a, a monthly segment. No, no.
0: <laughs> exactly. I have to break this. This is going to be a, a okay. three parter. Right, the new cool Truth <laughs> yeah. Bombs and yeah.
1: Tea. Truth Bombs and With Joe and Doreen. Yes,
0: I love it. First Saturday of every month. We'll yes, see. Every month, you guys get to get the catch up and we can do our interracial talks about how it is dating outside our race and uh-huh. going places. See how way- many
1: people in the last month have asked us, uh, are your parents okay with that?
0: Really? So, they oh do. my God, all the time.
1: All the time, I get it. They ask you about your parents being so okay with typically it typically it's five like when we meet somebody new first 5 minutes oh my god yeah, yeah. oh wow and then and it's then like so him. right they as soon as once they feel comfortable they have to know so like Y'all have any problems with your families mingling? And I'm like, no, both of our families are actually good people, everyday good people, and not racist assholes. So, yeah. no, we
0: had no issues. And that's probably why we got together. Like, that's another thing people don't get. they like, because me and Lauren, they asked the same thing. I was like, no, uh, it's because we were both raised by good people, and that tends to breed us liking each other.
1: Right. Okay. Like, <laughs> I okay. like, like, I don't understand. Like, it's just another human. It's just
0: another human being. <laughs> like, Lauren knows this, and she even says it. She's like, if because like some black girls give her looks. Oh, a hundred percent. Because she's with me and she'll be like, if these black girls knew that you like black girls. I, I was like, I know. She was like, she tells me, she's like, you think Tracy Ellis Ross and Alicia, all these girls you think them are, they're gorgeous, but like they think you don't like them. I was like, I know they think you are the enemy, and you're just somebody that loves me.
1: But what's crazy is vice versa. You remember, especially in oh, high school, Doreen do. hated black boys. Oh, like, and that was never like, the case. Like,
0: Doreen does not like black dudes. That was never the case, but that's just how it. That's, that's just how I it. I agree. It's, it's crazy. It's funny how it, I. Don't, I hate to say it smart, but I'm gonna just simple. See, this is me probably delivering my message wrong <laughs> but, okay yeah. <laughs> but i will say smart black people or eccentric black people actually have a hard time dating other black people because it's truth it's like the eccentric black person is more than black we're like yeah we're right black, but like I, I do everything, bro. I will, I, I'll go to a John May concert the same day, I'll go to a Jay-Z concert. But
1: somebody will, ne- some people so just never understand they, that and they can't understand. They can't understand. put
0: that in their brain.
1: Like I saw a video the other day and it was a black person's reaction to um, a group of white people singing Bohemian Rhapsody for the first time yeah. and it killed me, but I I just didn't understand. I'm like, why don't we understand it? Like. That's it. good. literally when we're talking about from the windows to, to the wall. wall, like you know oh, what I exactly. mean. What do you think we look like? Like it's the exact same thing. We just—it's funny how I think every race feels like every other race is compartmentalizing yeah. them and putting them in a box. Yet we do it to ourselves, ourselves.
0: and that's once again it's like you. Once again, I myself walked into that classroom and sat next to Montez. Right. I could have sat next to anybody. But we choose. But I chose and I was like, this guy probably understands me he's probably been through what I've been like subconsciously even though you didn't go through that like even to pre- the basic yeah. level of if I have to make a return out of
1: store <laughs> I low-key hope it's a brother or sister working. just because right. that's five minutes less of explaining that I have to do and that it's so a look true. that I can give they get it and I'm done that, that
0: is so true and like once again you can call that privilege or like cultural but like I can look at it in other black women we could not have to speak a word and, like, and, and know the, like, the whole Yo,
1: conversation
0: you see this shit right <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. all right but homie true. i got you like no very done with it uh but yeah no I, I i always have like black girls will always be like joe you're weird <laughs> i'm like what that was like because i'm funny or like i want to continue to converse with you like that's the thing like i guess in the grand scheme of things this is imagery is a big deal like what black was to like somebody who was born in the late '80s and growing up in this era was like you have to listen to 50 Cent, you have to right. do rag, every once in a while put on a White Tea. Like you, get if you like don't know like who Richard Pryor is, you are you are you crucified. Don't, if you don't know this, then you cannot even be black. So like black people spend their whole time building a culture of entertainment and not even getting real culture right like we're looking up and that's and why we care so much about black celebrities
1: what's <laughs> crazy though is because my parents came over from Africa in the mid 80s oh okay and so and it's something that I talk about to my parents now is I feel like there's a whole section of black culture that I miss because for us unless we read about it in the textbooks <laughs> my parents were in Africa they didn't know what was yeah, going on you know what I mean? there true. was no Twitter back then where you're seeing what's happening on Gaza Strip <laughs> from, from New York, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, right. it, doesn't, it didn't work like that. What was happening in Freetown Sierra Leone was happening and in Sierra yeah, Leone. And,
0: and it's gonna stay there. Exactly. It, right? so, so I think it's interesting
1: too, how part of it is black American storytelling, time after time after time, just throughout the different generations, mm-hmm. how that shaped culture. African-Americans coming over because there also is, and that's a whole nother segment oh, we can go into, just I, the the American black and, and, the, and African, the African black, black and, and the tension between yes. the two. I
0: love, the one person I, I'm a big fan of is Trevor Noah. Yes. And he does a very good job of explaining. He was like, you have to understand when you're African and you're living in South Africa, you want to be American Black. American Black is told, told to you it's the coolest thing in the world. Right? right. And then you finally get here and you see that it's not the coolest thing. He said it's the biggest, like, you're like, oh, man, like, they're treating you this thing. Right. Like, it's almost... We're the, your royalty over here. Dude. But nope. Nope. That's not the way it works. That's crazy, man. So, yeah. it's just interesting. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Yeah, we can, we could definitely touch. Like I said, that's a, a hour long topic about interrelational relations and just treat people good. People You're right. Go out,
1: spread love this week. Yeah, Be spread kind. love.
0: Leave with love. Listen to that new yay. Um you got anything else to add?
1: Do a selfless a selfless deed this Let's week. Let's do
0: it. Let's do, do it. something good for yeah. somebody else, not
1: expecting anything in return.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, help an old lady across the street or something. Matter of fact, you see the old lady, and you happen to have your Beats headphones, put it over her ears and let her listen to that new yay. Or just give her the new (laughs) cool.
1: She'll she'll probably find it better. Yeah,
0: I'm just being silly. But definitely, everybody, please follow Doreen's blog. Doreen, go ahead and plug plug that thing.
1: At Hanging with the Heeks. Hanging with the Heeks on Facebook. Give us a like.
0: Yeah, definitely. She's all over the world. She goes Turks and Caicos. It was so much fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Balling on y'all. Ass. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, definitely follow it. I, I love her blog. It's an honest view of kind of how we, I, I always look at stuff that people I grew up with are doing and, and it's cool to see how true to themselves that they've stayed. So,
1: oh, um, thanks. <laughs> no problem.
0: Um, I want to make sure. Oh, I, before I let you out of here, what's your favorite restaurant here in Dallas? What do you, where would you recommend people eat at?
1: I actually, so there's top three for me. One is Earl's Kitchen at Legacy West. Everybody needs to go check it out. They have a beautiful patio um, and a great happy hour special, so that's definitely a place you need to be. Whistle Bridges is a really good place for chicken, any chicken connoisseurs, you will absolutely (laughs) love it. And then for those that are downtown area, I would probably say St. Anne's is a really good place to go
0: check out. All right, what type of place is St. Anne's?
1: American. Um, I honestly say a little bit of everything because okay. it's a place where you can kind of turn up but at the same time have a really good brunch and it All can't right. be American food and they also have a little bit of You know fusion that kind of thing. So a little bit of everything.
0: No, that's worth it then. That sounds like a, a sure. good deal Well, everybody the new cool thing of the week this week is that yay album if you haven't heard me plug it like eight times So listen Don't to Don't do it. it. Listen to it. Um, Especially this song called Violent Crimes. If you're a man, it definitely talks about the day your daughter grows up. It's Pretty sad, Um, (laughs) but check it out. This was a fun episode to do and please leave comments or anything like that. But I'm out of here. Chill. Bye.